Welcome to Pods Like Us. I'm Martin Quibell, known to my friends as Marv. And this time I am speaking with... Now, how do I say this? Because uh, there's a heck of a lot, lot of podcasts to look into here. I'm speaking with Graham Class, the uh, the fantastic and very creative uh, person behind the, shall we say, AI voices uh of daily dad jokes daily facts daily pro-life tips get happy headlines wikipedia featured article of the day the uh the once uh daily quiz show which i'm hoping we're going to get into that conversation because i used to love that show and the uh very should we say help you uh you know get get tired and that the this podcast will make you sleep Hey, Graham, thanks for speaking with me today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Martin. Pleasure. So that's a heck of a mouthful of podcast. Yes. How do you find the time? And actually, I mean, in the last, I think, couple of last month, I think I've added more to that. Um, And the... The main reason, and we can we can talk about that now, and everyone's talking about it, is is the whole chat GPD side of things, and so those podcasts, uh, particularly the Daily Dad Jokes podcast, which is really I'd call that our flagship sort of AI podcast, which has done okay, and that was before the whole Chat GPT <laughs> side of things. But there were, as you know, uh, AI voices, which are actually pretty good, and. I guess in terms of the genesis of the the idea, it wasn't actually the first podcast I tried to do with AI. Um, What I found, and and maybe you find it as well, I mean, I started to listen to a lot of podcasts, but I was kind of missing uh, the the daily kind of news that you'd get from radio, the weather, the the finance reports, particularly just to know, you know, what the Dow Jones or the FTSE is doing that sort of thing. And I was kind of missing it really. Um, so I thought, okay, is there a way of automating that? And so it becomes like a podcast feed. And I did create one that was a finance summary of the Dow Jones, let's see the what price of the Bitcoin, gold, et cetera. Um, and I was able to automate that um, with, a, with a voice, the same voice, the Bob Jeffy voice, which is on the yeah. Daily Dad Jokes podcast. And technically it worked. It was fine. Uh, it didn't get a lot of traction, but I thought, you know, let, you know, there was something there, right? Yep. Then I sort of scouted around. Uh, I actually found some APIs, which is application programming interfaces uh, around the COVID time, right? About the COVID stats, you know, the, you know, the sort of, I guess, morbid fascination with the numbers of who's infected, who's unfortunately passed away. So I, I sort of did a, a, a podcast around that just showcasing the numbers and not getting into any of the arguments or anything, but just showing data, you know, just p- providing data um, on that. Um, and that that did all right. That, that's um, no longer being published, but that was another kind of proof of concept in my head that these things can actually, can actually work. 
then I sort of thought, okay, well, what else is there? And um, I did love uh, uh, comedy. Uh, I did like dad jokes. Uh, being software engineering background, I thought, okay, well, let's try this with with dad jokes. And as many of the listeners would know, uh, Reddit has a, a dad jokes subreddit, they call it. Reddit does have an API that you can hook into. So I thought, okay, we've got the jokes. Now, how can we sort of package it up into, <laughs> into something that is palatable? And you and perhaps some of your listeners may be familiar with the comedic stylings of Mitch Haberg and um, what's the other one? Uh, there's, a, there's an Australian uh, comedian called uh, Elliot Goblet. Uh, very monotone, very just just matter of fact uh, type type humor, and so I thought, okay, well that kind of lends to the AI voice. So then I decided to put it into a comedy sort of setting, you know, put yep. some laughing in it, and kind of you know morphed it into into what it is today. And the, the format's pretty much stayed the same for now. Uh, well, I started late 2020, um, produced over. A thousand episodes so far. Uh, it hasn't haven't missed a, a day yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, and over you know ten thousand jokes delivered. So <laughs> it's um, yeah, it is an interesting interesting story, and I'm just surprised as anyone really of how far it's come. Yeah. Well, so so far that you've got Kurtwood Smith uh, shouted its praises. Yeah, so that was that was good as well. Um, so uh, a little bit of story, I guess, behind that. Uh, I think the middle of last year, I sort of had an idea. I mean, perhaps some of some celebrities or comedians would like to tell their own dad jokes, and they can chuck it on our podcast, and they can promote whatever project they've got on. Uh, we had some mixed <laughs> results with that, uh, but Kurt was definitely like the. The, the the best one we've got so far and so he's done an episode on 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 his favorite uh dad jokes which was which is really he's got such a distinct voice yeah. um and i was a fan of that 70s show uh, as well so it was a real pleasure to to have him uh sort of record a record an episode as he's uh as we all like to know he's he's the red foreman character from from that 70s show and now he's got a uh, that '90s show, which actually got renewed for a second season, which is it's actually not a bad show. It's it's actually I'd, I'd recommend it for anybody listening that's into Star Trek. Star Trek connection as well is in Star Trek Voyager as a bad guy. Ah, that's right. In uh, that's right. the fantastic two part of the Year of Hell. Yep, he was also in um, RoboCop as well. Yes, yes, <laughs> right, yes. Classic, classic film. Yep. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, was he was he one of the creators of Ed One Hundred and Nine or whatever it is? I don't know. Well, Ed Two Hundred and Nine. Googling, but anyway, <laughs> that's for you all out there to find out. Yes. To come back, get back to us. So, what's your history with AI? Have you got history because of being a computer programmer? Had you already been experimenting with AI in work? Yeah, so I've been experimenting really uh, for the last I don't know two, three years, uh, more around the machine learning side of it, um, really just dabbling in it, not really putting anything into production. Uh, but I have been coding since I was 16 and 
been doing that off and on, pretty much self-taught. Um, I did engineering, uh, electronic engineering, but then soon after that, didn't find a lot of jobs in that in that area. So I just sort of moved into software, software development, software engineering. Um, had some businesses around that, um, providing consulting services to to businesses. Uh, yeah, so you know, I've been in that game for for quite a while, and it's just nice to to um, I, I actually find it quite mentally stimulating, uh, you know, coding. Um, I encourage anyone, you know, to, to continue doing it if you if you have some inkling of doing it or to start doing it. Uh, you know, it's uh, hopefully keeping my brain active and uh, it'll help me in the, in the later years of my life. Well, it's the strangest thing because, I mean, AI is the thing at the moment. It's just out there uh, to the degree that, uh, I don't know how many people know this. So when I do my listening, I'm at work in a van. And so I'm constantly in touch with, I mean, other AI is available. So my iPhone is, you know, you've got yes. Siri on there. And I find myself, for some strange reason, I'll be there getting Siri to do like messages for me to, to my other half. I'll send text messages and get Siri and I'll speak it. And then when I finished and it's finished and told me the message message sent. I find myself thanking this not person, but it's almost natural that you respond to it because it's so almost human in in its yeah. way. I mean, especially the Montgomery character that you've got and these yes. other characters, and I mean they they've they've got yeah. that sort of feel to them. It's not a disembodied voice in a sense. Yes. It's interesting you say that because uh, we've got a couple of um, Google assistance uh, devices in our in our house and our kids. It's funny because we've <laughs> we actually encourage them to say, "Please, can you <laughs> what's the weather today?" Yeah. Sort of thing. Um, and also, there's been you know some memes you know out there about chat GPT and everyone's being polite to it just in case, you know, they become our overlords and at least they'll remember you being polite <laughs> to them. So that that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, AI, I mean, to me, it's just really just a continuum of, of I guess, not to get too far, but like really from the birth of the semiconductor, really just through to the information age, you know, through through the automation, through to um, now now to AI, and and I, I think it's a great thing for for humankind. As with any technology, I think it's you know you have to be wise and you have to be you know have some philosophy around it, and you know when when should you use it, when you should not, and, and that's up to individuals. I think I, I do believe in the power of the individual and the power of the human uh, ethos to to collectively do the right thing. Uh, however, we are in a chaotic period and it's really, it's really fascinating. And I'm, I'm really happy to be sort of in the mix, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, we've come a long way from, um, it's strange because the only the other day I was speaking with somebody and saying to them at work that when I was younger, I worked for a newspaper and so what we were working with in the computer department there, and we're talking the mid-80s here, was uh, they had 
Amstrad com Amstrad computers writing the actual journalistic, you know, the actual reports, and then we used very early uh, Apple Macs to do the actual uh, publish, you know, the um, whatever they call it, the one that, uh, that puts yeah. the puts the newspaper together, the, the layout, is, yeah. yeah, that does all the layout. And I said that it was difficult for us because back then these computers did not in any way work with each other. You could not get them to connect or do anything because they were completely different languages. And this is the early days. But where I'm going to with this is such as a database, for instance, and all these other softwares. Back then, you actually, even with the software, you actually had to get into the programming to program the layouts and this, that, and the other. But over the years, because of how advanced software has got, that's automated in a sense where you can just go there and you can go click, click, click. This is how I want it to look, and it's done. You didn't ha- you don't have to go through all the programming side of it now. So this is just an extension where now you can just talk to an AI and say, I want this, 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 and this, and it will do it for you. There's none of this even going to a keyboard nowadays in some businesses. Yeah, and and I've used ChatGPT for improving some of my code. I was able to reduce a couple of hundred lines of code into one line. Uh, I kind of had the idea, so I had to, I knew what to ask. Yeah, uh, but it helped. It helped me. On the flip side, I've seen it produce erroneous code, and it and it didn't work. So that's with the GPT Chat GPT the free version. Whether the the new one, the Chat GPT four, is is going to be any better? I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. Uh, so yeah, that's just been my experience so far, and. Uh, yeah. Um, again, it's as you say. I think it's the evolution of of how we we're going to be doing things from now on. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we're going to go ahead quite a bit in the list because. Uh, okay. Sure. So, I'm I'm going I'm going now to um, basically to items ten and eleven. Should we say on the the list? So the future of AI and the AI debate. Now. Yep. Very, very recently um, in the news, it's come to a few people have noticed or it's been reported that um, music is, AI is being used in the world of music now and in the world of arts. So in art itself, like paintings, pictures, people are getting AI to create artwork Mm. and then they will say, oh, this is artwork that I've designed and this is where we're going with the debate because you can sort of say, well, did you or did the actual software create the artwork? And the same goes for music where people are doing, they've got, there's a fantastic one or there's some superb ones coming out where they've got a younger Paul McCartney, for instance. <laughs> uh, they've got his voice as an AI replacing his older voice. So you've got Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney from the 60s and 70s voice uh, basically replacing his yep. 2000s and 2010s and now 2020s voice. So what do you think about the debate of the use of these? Of these? Yeah, just as you're saying that about the Paul McCartney uh, 
scenario, which I hadn't actually heard before. Okay. I remember, I think it was early 90s, uh, there was a song by Natalie Cole with sounds from her father, Nat King Cole. Yep. I don't know if you remember that, right? I do. Unforgettable, yeah. right? And yeah. it was his classic song and she she superimposed and even the film clip sort of superimposed him singing it with her, right? Yeah. And there was a little bit of debate then, like, you know, should you really dredge up the past? And I think that's similar to what we're talking about. Yeah. I don't like the fact that you can fake it. Like in that case, okay, you know that Paul McCartney is the same person, it's a younger person. I don't like the fact that you can deep fake someone and then pass it off as someone else or saying that they endorse this song that they're in, okay? What I do believe is that all the AI is, in in my mind, is if someone had a billion years (laughs) to learn all the music, right, and come up with some mash Right. I mean, you know that you know Elvis took inspiration from blues and in the and African American type, type music and sort of blended his own side of things into it. So I think AI will be that meshing in and creating something new. So it's it's promising. It's I haven't experimented with any of the the music. I am keeping an eye on it because I think it'll be very useful for some of my, possibly some of my podcasts. If I have to add, say, sound effects or or music to match what's been talking about in terms of mood, et cetera. But I, again, just, I don't like the, the whole deep fake <laughs> side of things that, that actually dupe people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they, there's another one as well where a rock band, they they created an entire album of song, new songs and um, and then they've used AI to put Liam Gallagher from Oasis as the lead singer and yes. Liam Gallagher actually responded to it and says, oh, I, I like it. <laughs> so okay. yeah. it's, it's yeah. a completely different thing then, I suppose. But yeah, that's right. It's... But, you know, eventually, you know, I don't think we'll be seeing Elvis Presley's voice doing any public enemy numbers any time in the future. Well, you never know, because um, I think the estate is trying to, is, is, was nearly bankrupt at one stage. So perhaps Priscilla Presley is trying to uh, look for other avenues to, to monetize uh, the king. Yeah. We'll, we'll be seeing him doing a duet with Tupac anytime soon. <laughs> so what so we've gone through, we've already done the the your your history yep. with ai and sort of the podcast history as well so how did you go about creating the shows so i guess from the genesis of a podcast it really starts with the idea of a topic usually it's something i'm interested in um, for example, um, kind of don't tell anyone this, please, but I've done just sort of thinking about, I'm, I'm interested in business. Yep. I've never done an MBA. So what would an MBA type podcast look like? Right. And you go through all the topics of an MBA, right? So I'm kind of thinking about that. So to take you through my thought process, I'd, I'd 
you know, look at some of the topics that you could get from an MBA. Uh, and then I would say, okay, ChatGPT, can you tell me some information about these topics, right? And then I think, okay, well, then I can put it into a, into a, um, into a, into a podcast form, right? And it might be useful. For, I mean, I'd listen to it, right? I'd listen to it, you know, just, just for my own knowledge, you know, go through accounting principles, strategy, entrepreneurship, all, all sorts of things. Uh, the other one which I've I've just been working on is is um, around historical figures, the most influential people in history. Uh, that one's uh, I had to gather. I asked sort of ChatGPT who are the most influential people ever in history. Um, you know, it gave a list. I thought it was I, I needed a little bit more. Um, so I'm not sure if you ever played a game called Civilization, right? Yeah. And in civilization, they, they've actually done a lot of the work. They they actually in the game you, these great people spawn, which are from history. So I found you know those people, the leaders that are in in that game. Uh, it's 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 a wonderful game actually, just in terms of strategy and learning about history, and uh, it's and, and it's really good because I, I don't have fast reflexes now; it's turn based, so <laughs> that's all good. And then, yeah, so I just use that information, then that becomes. The genesis of a podcast, so we just talk about a, a, a significant person in history, um, and in a in a sort of a three to five minute episode, so um, just gives a, a flavor of, of that person and what they achieved. Um, in terms of the technical side of things, um, I'm lucky enough uh, on the megaphone pub, uh, podcasting platform that many of the listeners may be aware. Uh, they've got a API. I uh, code in my, my language for the techies out there is in C sharp. So I, I code it up. Um, I use the APIs I publish and it's kind of all, it's all automated. So that's kind of the, a real quick overview of how I approach it. And uh, yeah, so I've been able to get it the, 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 the quickest I've ever had to turn it turnaround was the life pro tips one yep so i was able to do, turn from i've been thinking about it but the, from the time i decided to do it to the time i was able to publish was was nine hours so wow. yeah so i was able to and, and that's that's the outlier that's that's the record so nine hours then i had a, a daily established automated routine to publish something every day so uh yeah, and it's um, it's fascinating, and it's just as I said, it's 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 a it's a very much a mental stimulation, and it keeps my brain occupied. That's for sure. So, uh, first of all, I only got as far as C plus um, plus, so I haven't gone any further than that. Well, I take my hat off to you because that's a, that's a difficult that's a difficult language. It is, um, and what was I going to say then? I was going to say so when you record the show. Uh, is it programmed in, or or do you actually speak ah. yourself, and then it AIs what you've said with the inflections that you put in? Yeah, no, no, I definitely uh, didn't include that in my in my overview. So I use just generic, just off the shelf type AI voices, right? Yeah. Um, they're available from uh, Amazon Web Services and also Microsoft Azure. So I I use those voices. I play around with the pitch a little bit, 
but by and large, I just use that. Uh, the cloning technology, the open source projects, I've had a little bit of a double with. I haven't had much success in that. The quality is not quite there in terms of pronunciations, things like that. So it'll get there um, and I'll probably clone my voice or clone your voice if you want. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it'll it'll be at a, it's not quite, I find, at, at the par of what you can get from the Microsofts and the, and the Amazon web, um, right now. And so how do you then choose? Um, I've got it down here in parentheses. How do you choose the presenters for each show? Is there a specific, so you create a show and you think which one of these voices would suit this show? uh, And then you end up creating new ones as well. I mean, you've got a couple of lady presenters and a couple of male presenters. Yeah. So that's basically if I like the voice. They become yeah. part of the podcast network, uh, podcast universe, I guess you could say. Yeah. And I just use them because I like their voice. There's no real reason to it. Uh, I wanted some females just to balance things out, especially within a podcast. You don't want to hear the same voice all the time. That's basically that's basically it. And then the get happy headlines. You've got three voices. Yes. Yeah, so that one's that one's an interesting one because I'm actually working with um, a uh, partnered with a uh, user uh, who is in New York and with one of her colleagues. So that one was around. Uh, they wanted and they they pitched this and this is they're running with it, uh, which is really good. They wanted something around news that was in a positive yeah. um, light. They wanted to trial with some characters, some AI characters, and that's how that was born. So so that one's a little bit more manual in terms of the research of the news, the, the scripting and everything like that. Uh, so that's a good experiment that we're that we're running. Um, and it's been going for 15 episodes and yeah, it's slowly, it's slowly building. It's slowly building. Yep. So that's you. Um, so the other shows that we've mentioned, they're all directly from you, are they? And that one's just the first. Yes, that your... one's. Yeah. And then the, um, yeah, the, the Get Happy Headlines is with uh, like a partnership with my with my producer. And the Daily Quiz Show is is one that I do together with my brother. So um, so that that one, we came up with the idea of doing a quiz uh podcast uh we wanted to use the same the same voices uh and then it was just a matter of trying to find a database of quizzes of, of questions and answers so we're able to find that in a nice format again through coding extracted it did some stuff um and then uh put it out there we only had enough content i think for a year yeah and it's just now we're trying to figure out what the next step is with that. <laughs> with that, I know you you've been hanging out for the for the next version. I have. We're we're, we're trying to we're, we're planning, but we haven't put into play yet. Uh, like a kind of like an iconic album type quiz, you know, like your white album. Uh, you know, Sergeant Pepper's. I mean, I'm just talking Beatles here, but you know, a whole gamut of of uh, of albums and and trivia associated with those with those albums he's a he's a big music fan 
right? So, so together we'll we'll work on something. I was about to come out with a really bad pun then and say, you know, the Beatles say we can work it out. <laughs> <sighs> Dear me. So, is there any editing involved, or do you just program in the the script essentially? and then leave it to it? Or do you have to occasionally like clip bits or extend bits to make more of a pause and things like that? No, uh, basically. So once I've got the the code, which is effectively like the template yep. for a show, I stick with that. Uh, so it does take a little bit of um, iteration and work to get it to a point where I'm, I'm kind of happy. I'm very much biased to publishing and just... Yep get it out there. So I try not to be too perfectionist. Um, and then I can adjust, you know, adjust over time based on something I hear or some, some feedback, uh, et cetera. So yeah, that's, that's the, that's the way I do it. So there's no real editing. The only um, editing I do is uh, the daily dad jokes podcast. Every fortnight we have a fan uh episode so they call into a voicemail they put their their joke in and then you know we we wrap that up and put out as a as a as an episode which is which is quite fun actually you hear all the different voices from a from around the world and uh predominantly us um we get a lot of us us callers a couple of uk a couple of australians one new zealander so yeah it's um that's that's a really that's a really good that that at the first and you might have experienced this yourself. Once you start getting people actually calling in and actually respond, you know, talking about your show and, and communicating with you, that that feels more real. You're not sort of blasting out into the ether. Yeah, I've, I've found that it it reminds me of the old days of when I used to be in bands and when I used to play on stage and I used to get a thrill from people singing back songs that I'd actually yes. written. And it's, it's the same uh, sort of feeling. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So, but I mean, it's not just voices. You've got a sound mix there as well. So you've got a background, you've got background sounds as well in, in there as well. So you've, you've done really well at mixing those together as well. Yeah. So that's all programmatic as well. So that's all, like I said, I know the beats of, where this should be played, where that should be played. And that's the template really. And I, I just go go with that. Yeah. Right. So yeah. and then the the facts checks, do you just how do you do that? Is it you look on Reddit and then you just double check that those facts are right? Yeah. So the 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 daily facts uh so that that comes from a another API uh not from Reddit. And it's just a list of facts, right? Yeah. So initially, I go, okay, that's pretty cool. And then I'll I created a sort of bit of a spiel using ChatGPT. This is through the ChatGPT API, so yeah. it's all automatic. And then I discovered I actually was looking and I said that's actually not true. One of those things, and and then I actually put into ChatGPT, is this fact true? Yeah. And they say no, it's not. Right. Yep. So I'm kind of using uh, knowledge or facts from one area, asking ChatGPT, is this true? Yep. If it's true, okay, then explain more. If it's not, then reject it. Just don't worry. 
Now that begs the question: Is ChatGPT correct? Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, there uh, there's a um, email associated with the podcast. If people ever have any issues with any of the facts, they can email in. I can and I can correct it. You know, uh, that that's obviously a manual. That will be a manual process to do that. So. Yeah. And um, the, the jokes we've already explained that you get those yeah. from the Daily Dad jokes Reddit um, yeah. show choices. Yeah, how did you? How have you picked? So each level that you've gone, so you started with whatever it was before the uh, the one about the you know uh, money and finance and things like that, and then you went to the dad yes. jokes, and then so what made you decide each la- each stage to actually choose that? Is it just basically that? you saw an opening there where it was needed and you thought a niche that needs covering. It was, it's more, I guess, my personal interest. Yep. Coupled with how easy can I get the information? Coupled with how easy can I produce, automatically produce a podcast? Because there's a few criteria in my head that I actually had before before embarking on these AI podcasts. One was I didn't want a microphone. So this microphone you see here, I only got that like a month ago, right? Okay. I purposely did that so that I wouldn't be tempted to actually do the traditional you know, the traditional podcast route. Um, the second one had to be automatic, right? I knew myself, and as you know, it's very hard to keep a consistent schedule. I, you know father of three kids um at the time i was you know working full time i just want i wanted to get into the podcasting game but i just really just wanted to have something consistent i don't want to have the pod fade you know no more episodes after seven yeah. <laughs> seven yeah. episodes type, yeah. type of thing right so i knew myself um i knew there might be a way of automating it so that was that was that and the third one i wanted it as close to zero dollars as possible per month that i had to pay <laughs> to to do it and um, I managed to sort of pick those boxes and and having those constraints actually made me more creative if that it's a bit counterintuitive, but it 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 actually made me more creative. So to answer your point, to answer your original question in terms of how do I decide what the next podcast is, it really just it's a random I've got a running list of things that just come into my head and I just jot them down. When it's time for the next podcast to be done, then I pull it up, yeah, and 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 go from there. Because there's a good wealth of different types of show. I mean, the, for the most part, they are in that sweet spot of the under 10 minutes shows, uh, with, yes. with with the, the, the only outlier of that being, uh, what is it, this podcast will make you sleep. That's the only yes. outlier because that one yes. – it's supposed to be long because it's supposed to put you to sleep. <laughs> put you to sleep. Put you to sleep. Yeah. Which, which is a, shall I say, that? which is a weird thing to listen to when you when you're trying to listen to it, you know, just normally yeah. as somebody like me not wanting to go to sleep and just yeah. listening. To it, oh, what's this podcast like? <laughs> it's strange because it's a lot. It's like just words there, but it's it's yeah. it's more the meter of how those words are spoken that that is supposed to put you into a relaxed, calm yeah. mood and put you to sleep, really. It's, yeah. 
Yeah. So, so that one, that was an idea I had because I don't know about you. Do you, do you listen to podcasts as you sleep? Um, I have, but very rarely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have got into maybe it's a bad habit to having something like a podcast running in, you know, until I fall asleep. And I was talking to a few of my friends, they, they do something similar. Could be music, but, you know, sometimes it's podcast. But what really used to annoy me was that I'd fall asleep and then I missed the content. And then I have to like go back and find out, okay, where, where did I actually fall asleep and listen to it and all that. So I thought, why, why can't I just create something that's a bit nonsensical? You're not really invested in the plot, but it's something that is just there and talking and then you just go to sleep and you don't care if you don't hear the rest of it. So um, that was the genesis of that. Yeah, because I've done that before when I've been listening to something and I've thought, oh, I'll put this on in the background to listen to so I can yeah. fall it or, or just to be in the background to fall asleep with. And then I find myself getting too invested in the conversation or something. <laughs> oh, that's an interesting. And then you you get invested and you can't fall asleep because you really want to know how the conversation goes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But, um, so standout moments. Are there any standout moments? I mean, I would have thought that the stand one of the standouts, like you've mentioned, would be Kurtwood wanting to do a do a dad jokes episode, and then yeah. the great um, the great catch of him that you've got where you where you can use Kurtwood's voice bit that he's yes. recorded as a promo now for the show. Yes. Yeah. So any more standouts yeah, so I like think, that? Yeah, I think that was one. What the, the I guess the original standout was when we got caught up in the Spotify algorithm. So so that's where the growth came up. So I was just producing it. I wasn't really monitoring it. It was just kind of there. Um, and then all of a sudden my kids said, oh, I think I saw a podcast being recommended on my Spotify app. And I sort of had to look and then started to see the followers sort of sort of creep up and the number of players and, you know, and then, um, so that was kind of the standout moment where we kind of got caught up in the algorithm and it got it, um, got that, that initial bump, I guess from a business point of view, uh, on the standout side of things, um, just this week, um, uh, iHeartMedia announced that, uh, they're, they're basically, we're partnering with iHeartMedia yeah. on the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. So you'll notice now that on the podcast feed, there will have be an iHeartMedia logo um, and at iHeartMedia, it's published by iHeartMedia. So, so that was, I guess, a standout moment from the business side of things. I mean, it's, uh, um, and it was interesting because it's the first time they're sort of going into this AI uh mode of things so so that was from a business point of view and um to a putting food on the table point of view the family it was was quite um quite a pleasant uh surprise and uh as i said before i'm, I'm just as surprised as anyone that that people actually want to listen to these these ai voices <laughs> but i mean and another interesting one is, and and this this might make you, should hopefully make you happy as well, is that so? Um, 
I I had as uh, I had a couple of people from a podcast called DIY for Business on on my show a couple of years ago. Uh, so this is towards when Daily Dad Jokes would have been early on in its okay, yeah, you know, in its infancy essentially. And even to this day, when I was explaining to one of those people, shout out to Russ from that show. And I said to him, I said, oh, I'm, I'm going to talk to Graham, who, you know, Graham Class, who creates, you know, this show, this show, this show, and daily dad jokes and this and the And he said to me, he said, do you know what? He says, all this time, I actually thought that Bob Jeffrey was a person. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's interesting that, and there's a, I'm not sure if you or your listeners are aware, there's a concept called the Uncanny Valley. Yeah. Where this is particularly for AI uh, vision of of an AI constructed human. And it kind of like looks weird. It looks human, but you kind of, your brain says something's not quite right. Like that's the uncanny valley. I think there's something like that in audio because some people detect that it's AI yeah. and some people don't. So, so when people call into the, to the podcast, sorry, to the, to the uh, voicemail for the fan episode, they say, Hey Bob, how's it going? Love you. you know, that sort of thing. So you know, um, it is just interesting that some people can detect it and some people can't. I think of him as just like a animated or a character yeah. um, that is that is a persona that is of a comedian that is being played, and I just think it's 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 fascinating. And there's something to it that people can detect and some some people can't. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've I've sort of noticed it every now and again. I'll notice little bits, and I think, right, that's yeah. not how a real person would possibly yeah. put that. Yeah. But yeah. that's just me. Some people will not notice that because to some people, it's in the background, and it's just like, oh yeah, that that's funny, yeah. and this and the other, and they won't yeah. notice those little bits. But yeah. it's the fact that AI voices and the, you know that. I've got to that sort of stage now where <laughs> you can actually catch people out now and people essentially people will will not know and they'll be like, oh, I didn't realise. I thought that was a real person. And it's at yeah. that level now where you can do that. I mean, I mentioned earlier on, I find that with Montgomery Jones, that character, I'll listen yes. to him and I'll think, that is so close to perfection. Yes. It's it's only, it is impressive. It, it is really impressive. That that voice itself is impressive. Yeah, yeah. So that's why you will notice a lot of the new podcasts coming up um, will feature him. And uh, yeah, and the, the names themselves, I just yep. they just come to me in a <laughs> in a few in a few seconds usually. And then <laughs> the one that makes me laugh the most is Ali McNally. <laughs> Ali. I didn't come up with that one, but no. yeah, <laughs> no. that's get happy headlines, by the way, everybody. That yeah, one. that's the get happy. One. Yeah. yeah, no, that's good. But um, oh dear, we, we've gone through that. We've gone through all that lot really quickly. All these these points. I'm not not sure where to go now. Podcast so, advice. Podcast advice. So, what advice would you give to people then starting a podcast? Um. I would say I can answer it by going through how I kind of started. And I read like a lot of articles. All right, the average 
length of a podcast should be 20 to 30 minutes because that's the average travel time of of people yeah um you should be as authentic as possible because you're trying to connect with your audience right i threw both those things out the window right (laughs) it was short it was at at the the start daily day jobs was like three minutes four minutes max now it's sort of going up to five six minutes but um, that was one that I threw out. And then the authenticity, I mean, I'm using an AI voice. That's that not, look, I'll be honest, that's not authentic. It sounds authentic, but it's not. It's actually not. It's not my voice. It's not a human voice, right? So when you're starting off with podcasts, so don't be afraid to try something new because yeah. everyone's trying to do the old way or not the old way, doing a way that's worked in the past. You never know something may may work um, in the future. So, um, the other thing was you may find some advice that says, follow your passions, right? Yep. I somewhat disagree with that. Follow your interests, but make sure it's sustainable. Okay. Passions like love can (laughs) dissipate in an instant, right? Uh, find something you're interested in, find something that's sustainable that you can consistently produce. Okay. Um, figure out your day schedule, figure out your, your life, when you can do it. You know, are you going to get interrupted by kids? You know, when it's those little minutiae of things that, you know, you obviously have experienced quite a lot, Martin, and it's, it's not sexy, but it's yep. the reality of if you want something to be done, you have to get the consistency, the habits um, in force. Absolutely. Um, I did miss putting on there the logos. How do you select the logos for each show? So my brother is a graphic designer, so yep. I sometimes get him to do it. I've been using Dali uh, quite a bit. Um, I've done a little bit of graphic design in, in the past, just self-taught. Uh, yeah, basically that's that's it. Um, yeah, usually, you know, I'll try and come up with something relatively quickly. Again, I'm always biased to publish, so I'm always biased to just chuck something up there. Uh, if it doesn't quite work or anyone need to tweak, you could just update the logo again. Usually at the start, no one's listening, no one's viewing it. You know, you just do it. So here we go. Do you know what? I'm just thinking. So there was a moment then, was there, where it had steady numbers. So, but I'm going to the daily dad jokes here because, like you said, that's the okay, flagship. Yep. That's the flagship yep. that everybody, you know, looks yes. at. Um but I think everybody needs to check all the other shows out as well because they're all really good quality shows. But Daily Dad Jokes, there was a, where it was at a steady level. Did you suddenly get a spike and that's where it suddenly went whoosh and it went to this level at a certain point? Yeah, um, I'm going to draw it with my hand, but I'll try and describe it. So it was it was sort of linearly going up and then there was a point of inflection up which looked exponential and then it became like the classic S-curve um so it sort of went up leveling off uh and then and then it kind of leveled off um uh, and slowly just sort of slowly going up from there 
that's where I say that that point of inflection. That's when we got caught up in the algorithm, the Spotify algorithm, and that's when it sort of took off. Yeah. So, so where can people find you and get hold of you then, Graham? Yeah, so the, the best way is uh, my website is uh, classicstudios.com. That's with a K, so K-L-A-S-S-I-C, studios. Uh, or you can just email me, uh, podcast at classicstudios.com. Um, I, you can also, the social media stuff, I'm not that active. Uh, you can search for a daily dad jokes, uh, on Instagram. That's probably where I'm the most active. That's where we communicate, Martin. Yeah. So, so, uh, yeah. So classicstudios.com podcast at classicstudios.com or just search for daily dad jokes podcast on Instagram. Okay. Thank you very much for that. You can find Pods Like Us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and you can contact us through podslikeus at gmail.com. Anyway, thank you for speaking with me today, Graham. No problem, Martin. Anytime. Great. And thank you, everyone, for listening, and hope you listen again to another episode of Pods Like Us. Thank you.